Welcome to the 14th ever episode of the Ice Coffee Hour. What's new? How much money have we made so far? We have made $2,668.90. Yeah. So that is yeah. an average of $42.51 per day in the past 28 days. Wow, cool. So we're actually it's good. Yeah, this is like this is like a full-time career now. No kidding. Really it <laughs> yeah. is. Not wow. bad at all. And that's counting weekends as well. Yeah. Saturday and Sunday. Cool. So, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. So thank you guys so much for all of the support. I really appreciate it. This is the first episode, by the way, that we're filming in the morning. Yeah. We always film these at nights. Um, but yeah, early in the morning. It's Thursday I morning, 8.37 a.m. Yeah. If I seem tired, this is, this is why. But we do have iced coffee. We usually exactly. both don't drink iced coffee because we usually film at like 10 p.m. or something mm. ridiculous. But now we, we have a little have bit. It. I sip. I sip on it. Mm. Start it right off. Uh, YouTube commented on one of our videos. Oh, insane! Geez. I know. Insane. I, almost, I still don't believe that's real. Yeah. So yeah, YouTube's YouTube account has like thirty million subscribers, verified yeah. and everything. They commented on our David Dobrik video. Yeah. So so what are we nuts. gonna do? So I have a thought when it comes to that. I am convinced it has to be someone at YouTube watching who didn't realize you're logged in the account. It has to be, because I don't believe that YouTube would just be, like, just out there commenting on channels. Maybe. But then why would someone be watching the videos from the YouTube account? How many people have access to that account? Yeah. No, it, it threw me off as well. Yeah. And when I saw it, I, I was so flustered. Yeah. And then I, I, I told you. And our conversation was actually quite funny. I'll throw up screenshots if it's, if okay. it's available. Yeah. But but yeah, like I saw it, and then you said you thought that someone forgot to log out or That's something. That's what I thought. And I I really that never occurred to me. Yeah. And I thought that was such a far fetched like conclusion or or like for some reason I, I just didn't think that was the case. And then people were responding yeah. to the YouTube comment saying that. So maybe that was the case. But you know what the weird thing is? They used my name. They said Graham. Make sure to smash the like button for Graham. A uh, subscriber wouldn't say that. It sounds like a YouTube-esque thing to do. Yes. Yeah. Because then it's like they're talking about a person. Like any subscriber would be like, yeah, just smash the like button for the algorithm or something. Yeah. Like but no one ever comments like Graham. So that yeah. kind of makes me think it is actually YouTube. Mm -hmm. It's just weird. The whole thing is weird. I, I, it's in a good way. Like in a really, it's really, amazing. really good way. Oh, but, yeah. Yeah. We were freaking out. Yeah. <laughs> Made my uh, made my whole week really. Yeah, seriously. imagine if they commented on this, that would be crazy. <laughs> if they're watching, they're watching everything. and they're like, "That's like for the YouTube algorithm, Graham." <laughs> that would be like mildly unsettling. Like if they were watching everything, you know what I mean? It's like how far can they go? You know, like your old. They show up outside of the house. It's yeah, like someone just peering in through the bushes. <laughs> like, hey, what's up? How's it going? They're always I watching. Mind. I wouldn't mind. It's okay. <laughs> Also, for an update uh, on the options trading, I am so far eight for eight <laughs> in options trading. <laughs> You're going to get to 19 <laughs> if the pressure is on. <laughs> of course I will. Tell them about our uh, our bet here. Right. So it's, it's 20, uh, 20 options trades. If I'm 20 for 20 in the green, then Graham will he'll say he's proud. Or, he didn't I'll even say impressed. that much. He would be impressed. Okay. <laughs> So, so right now you're eight. Well, I'm actually seven for seven. My eighth contract is open right now, but I'm so far in the green on my eighth contract. <laughs> okay. So and the total return so far is what? 
It's about 5.7 or so percent. All right. That's not bad. You would have been like, higher had you just bought Neo and held. Yeah, but I, I that's that's a hypothetical, right? It's <laughs> okay. like I had so much control right. over my gains and losses in this type of option right. trading, selling puts. But okay. that's not too bad. And uh, explaining my, my poor returns, obviously, off of eight trades, mm-hmm. you know, 5.7% isn't that great. This is because I make very, very conservative trades in options trading to okay. lower risk. All right. So, so if you had a million dollars, you'd be up 50 grand. Yeah, yeah, I'd be up around 50 grand. <laughs> okay. So if you were to loan me a million dollars and I were to invest it, you could yeah, be it. All right. So I'll loan you money at a 7% interest rate. <laughs> You'd have to make at least 7%, <laughs> 7% just to break per year. Million dollars, 7%, so 70,000 a year. I couldn't, in my right mind, I could never <laughs> invest a million dollars in options trading. I would just be way too scared. And also, one thing that Graham and I have been, for some reason, we've just been, we haven't done it because it, it takes us getting ready and stuff, mm-hmm. is changing the profile picture in the name oh, of the channel or whatever. yeah, yeah, we gotta do that. Like, I personally, just to let you guys know, I, it, do, it doesn't bother me whatsoever that I'm not in the profile picture. It bothers, picture. like, two people. Yeah. They're, Mat- like, Maton visibly Cole bothered or whatever, by, and, by and this, someone yeah. else. I, I know you guys really want me in the, in the profile picture. I'm saying it right now that we're going to do it. That means we have to do it by Sunday. All right. Cool. So... So we're, we're going to do it between now and Sunday. This is going to hold us accountable. All right. We'll make it happen. It's going to happen. Also, add us on Instagram. Oh, GP yeah. Stefan, yeah. JLS Selby. Add Jack. Yeah, you guys all already have Graham. Add me on Instagram. One thing I think would be really cool is a, a Q&A segment. So if you guys want to comment questions as well, we'll answer them two episodes from now because we have a very, very exciting guest for next week. Yeah. You know what? Or they could ask questions now for us to ask the mystery guest next next week you don't know who it is but ask questions you ask want anything. someone to answer ask any some yeah something you want yeah. someone to answer could be us could be our mystery guest <laughs> but yeah so let's talk about phase rug okay mr problematic for us <laughs> you want to give a little bit of a yeah explanation he bought a house guys and then i reacted to his house great house by the way he puts in the title it's a 10 million dollar house I'm like, there's no way that's a $10 million house. There's no way. So I look it up online. Sure enough, with a few clicks here and there, you find out he paid $4,250,000 for the house like two months ago. And then he claims it's $10 million. Not a big deal, but I get it. It's for the title. I understand. But, but he's so going like, from four two to, to 10, that's a big leap. He explicitly that's, stated it's a $10 million house. I've seen other people say something similar. There was a, I, I can't say who it is, but someone else said that they had like a very expensive home and the home was really worth like half of that. But FaZe is actually less than half. Yeah. You know? 4.25 and he said it was 10 million. Right. Like that's like a big difference. It becomes easier to half it the more expensive the home is though. That's what I think. Like you can't say you got a million dollar house for 500 grand. That's fair. Yeah. You can't do it. But if you have... Uh, a thirty or forty million dollar house, you pay twenty for it. Then maybe it's arguable. Yeah, may yeah. it becomes it, the the line becomes blurry in terms of value mm-hmm. there. Yeah, I would say I, I actually have like a fairly difficult time distinguishing between like a fifty and a hundred million dollar house. Like I could I could see the difference being like five million dollars or ten million dollars, contrary to fifty. Yeah, sometimes like that, it's very subjective. Sometimes, but it also has to do with sometimes a lot. 
mm-hmm. and where the sun rises up and like what the view is and how much of that lot is flat. Like there's a lot of stuff mm-hmm. that goes into that. Same with art. Like art is one of those very subjective things where to somebody it might be worth 70 million and for another person it'll be worth 130 million dollars. So that could be one of those things. Uh-oh. I will just leave it. You got Ramsey scratching at the window again. He wants he wants out of that window. <laughs> but that wasn't our only issue with phase rub. Do you know what you remember the the other issue? I edited it like four or five times. What was the other issue? Was Demonetized. Oh, how many times? Oh we, man, I reuploaded yeah. it. Like the fifth upload was the one. Well, actually the fourth as well, but we threw in a little edit for the fifth yeah. one. But it got demonetized. It got flagged three times. Yeah, so it's full screen media. So he's with full screen, and they're an MCN. So basically, what they do is they comb the internet for anything that has any of phases content in it anything and if there's any match whatsoever they will go in and manually just be like nope that's ours we claim the monetization for it it's so so basically if you use any of his content it's not going to get monetized even if it's in fair use like i would say that was very much fair use very much but uh the system is very much it's not articulate enough yet to differentiate between like what's fair use and what's not so they err on the side of caution with that. If someone claims your content, most likely they're claiming it for a reason. YouTube will side with them, and then it's up to you to prove otherwise. But we're not going to prove otherwise on a you know on a reaction video to his house. Fortunately enough, if they do claim monetization, it's usually when it's not published yet, so it's still unlisted. Right. So we actually, as long as we're ahead and we can post it, and then you know maybe we're, we're it's going like a lot. Uh, it's going to be uploaded like you guys can all see it like a week or two from then like we have time to see if they're going to claim monetization so we can remove it re-edit it and then re-upload it with fixes yeah that's really one of the best features of youtube is that you can uh upload it as unlisted that's what i've actually been doing now my new thing is not so much scheduling i'll leave it unlisted for the first 24 hours i've always been so superstitious that Mm -hmm. i feel like if i leave a video unlisted and then schedule it for posting Mm -hmm. it somehow impacts the algorithm but that's that's now not true i think that was just in my head but uh yeah so now i leave it unlisted i wait for a manual review of the video and then i feel better knowing that like if someone reviewed the video and it's good then no problems whatsoever yeah, you're a little superstitious when it comes to like YouTube algorithm. Oh yeah, everything. Totally. Like, oh, yeah. there have been times where like you'll want to sit in a specific area, like oh, you want to sit here yeah. or you want to sit outside or in, in the unit, like. Because I've had bad luck sitting right there. That's my unlucky spot. Yeah. For uh, posting videos, it seems like yeah. every time I sit there in a video post, it's bad. So the good areas seem to be we have so many like ones, twos, and threes. Mm-hmm. Uh, sitting in the by the guest house, mm-hmm. and not only that, like this is exactly where the Pokemane tragedy oh. happened. So that's why I don't want to sit there anymore. <laughs> really, it's because of that I'm not going to sit there. There's again. a little inside Graham right there. Mm. But yeah, that whole phase rug thing was rough. Fortunately, we got it all sorted out. The house was incredible. I mean, yeah. I, I really liked it. I thought it was kind of just big, just to be big, you know, which I think is like a lot of houses or YouTuber houses. I don't think that's it's that big of a deal, though. Would you agree they just buy big houses just because they're big? I think it, it looks good on camera. Yeah. It's a set. You're buying a studio set is really what you're doing. And a big house, I think, has a statement. It's interesting. You have more rooms to do stuff in. So I think I think it could be a good business expense. Like, imagine if this were double the size. How many yeah. more rooms we would have to film the podcast? Yeah. 
That's very true. So that's that's how I think of it. The most unfortunate thing, honestly, about the the getting flagged is the fact that we have to re-edit it and the make the video not what it is. Like we we have to. Fl- if you guys notice, we flip phase rug, yeah. so it's like inverted, and then we move Graham to the other side, and Graham is inverted, and then that didn't work, so we had to throw in a like music over it and the I, music yeah. was atrocious <laughs> if you listen to the music it is yeah. most obnoxious music i don't know what exactly it's called like an endless pool an infinity pool but basically the water just goes through here i think it's more so the music we'll we'll do some testing but i have a feeling if we could keep it the way it is but just music i, th- mm-hmm. I think it's audio i think youtube will have an easier time picking up audio than they would visual stuff it's just unfortunate because essentially it's the same thing as it was in the beginning but yeah. now it's just a worse video with bad music thrown over it yeah but it's still good qu- content right so like if you guys haven't seen it yet definitely check it out smash Watch the like video. button on that yeah exactly and this too yeah yeah smash the like button yeah. so something that's interesting that's happening right now I, I figured we could try to start talking about this stuff but obviously remaining apolitical just because yeah. you and i aren't honestly we don't talk politics whatsoever mm-hmm. um is the the post office thing that's going on and honestly i'm not I, i'm gonna say that I'm a little ignorant when it comes to this whole situation, but I thought it was interesting to discuss what I do know. Mm -hmm. And from my understanding of what's happening is I think that the Democrats proposed universal mail-in balloting, which essentially means that they would be sending in ballots via mail to like every home or something. And then I think that the, the Republicans weren't in favor of that because I think if more people get ballots or they send it to like a bigger group of people or more different types of people, then I think it gives the Democrats a competitive edge and then the Republicans are fighting it because obviously they don't want the Democrats to win the, the election. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think that it's it's very interesting that that now we're, we're seeing what, like what could be the end of the, the post office, the USPS, you know, which is, I mean, it's been around for forever. And I think that the thing that I can't, I can't say this, like, I don't, I don't want to, it's yeah. too political. Do yeah. you think? I don't know. I think one of their biggest things though, is that, um, they need to be accountable for like where all that money goes and they got to run them like a business. Like there's no reason why, like, I, I get that it's, it's a great service that all of us have to use. No, we don't really not have that. to use it, but it, but it's a good service. But the reality is that, you know, my understanding was there, there's a lot of people taking these crazy overtime hours completely just unsupervised that's something that 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 is expensive and if it if we're sending in mail and they're losing money we should pay more money Mm -hmm. they should run it like a business but technically it is it's an independent company that has contracts with the government yes and and it's running at a deficit like they haven't had it's not been in the green for like 13 or 14 years but it years. shouldn't i don't get it if they're running in the deficit they got to audit their financials figure out where they're losing money cut back on those areas or charge more money yeah i don't think anyone would complain if the price of a stamp goes up 15 20 percent. Right. i mean it's just most of us use email it's really only honestly i don't get even who needs mail in the, uh, in the fedex runs place. at a profit Right, and Amazon runs at a profit yeah. for delivering all their stuff. Yes, I, don't I, well, I, get, I get deliveries. Okay, well, I guess what I'm thinking when I think mail, the first thing that I that comes to my mind is like you send a postcard to someone, or like we had to send in some stuff to the yeah. city, and it was like, why? Why can't I just email that to you? Take a picture and text it. Seriously, we should be able to text these. I think that would be more organized but, as well. But yes, but let's say package delivery. 
there should be a profit. They should make money every time a package gets delivered. There should be no reason why they need to lose money on packages. Mm -hmm. That's what I think. So I think it makes sense if they need to charge more money, they audit their financials, they figure out where they're going wrong, they fix it, and then they adjust their prices accordingly. It doesn't make sense if it's an independent company that runs for profit. It's not running for profit and it's being it's being backed and supported by us when it's not honestly like my experiences with the USPS have not been incredible. Like whenever I get a delivery and it's been via USPS, it has just been very, very poor delivery. Mm. Very you know slow. what? Someone there's there's Tracking gonna numbers don't get sent out for a long time. Elon Musk or someone is gonna come to the rescue and, and it's gonna have drones. That's what I believe. Like imagine seriously, like imagine you could send for a drone. You have your mail out here. It comes and picks it up in a basket or something like that. Like you just put it in the basket and it whizzes off and it goes right to your destination. Uh, maybe there's like a sorting facility or like something there. But that's what I would love something and like that. We'll just that. have like universal portals and the portals will just be spread out and you can throw your stuff in there and then swipe a wheel that will be like the destination that you want it to get sent to. Throw it in the portal and it pops out there. <laughs> that's that's what Elon need. Musk is going to do. Yeah. I, I agree. It's got to be something like that. When do you think the Hyperloop is going to actually be, be implemented? Do you think it's going to happen? Not for decades. I don't know. Is it even going to happen? I hope it does. You know what? They, I was really upset, but the city of, I, I don't know if it was Hawthorne or Inglewood or Culver City, Elon Musk wanted to do a Hyperloop in Culver City. It was right by the 405 and the 90 freeway, and I was all excited for that because that's not too far away. And he wanted to go through, like, the bottom of L.A. And uh, they shut it down for some reason. They just, it wasn't approved. I don't get it. Like, that that's exciting stuff that that I think would bring so many jobs to the city. It's its cool. It's its a destination. It's cutting it's edge. Have, cutting edge. It'll, it'll help us all out. And the city's like, nope, we don't, we don't want that. We don't want innovation here. I don't know. I know all the details. I'm sure there's more to yeah. it than just that, but still. That's odd. But, I mean, that would be huge. If you guys don't know, I'll, I'll probably just throw this in before. Yeah. We, the Hyperloop is something Elon Musk is working with his, the, his company, The Boring Company. Essentially what it is is it's like a vacuum chamber that's underground where you can like shoot cars really, really fast or something. And you could basically travel like ridiculous speeds. And since you're in a vacuum chamber, it's like efficient and it's quick. And it's like a tunnel that you drive into. Yeah. It's like a train. But for a car, you could just drive into it and like, yep. I don't know. That's probably a poor explanation, but you guys get the picture. And uh, and yeah, I think that it's it's absolutely incredible. Like if you could get that put in, that would be huge. I think all across California, you're going to see property like um, prices increase. And it's one of the reasons why I've wanted to invest in if I do get into real estate in a place like Bakersfield, mm -hmm. because although it's kind of like a dead zone right now, like not like the greatest place for, for investing in real estate, but if they implement like a hyperloop or something like that, then all that whole area would probably like be booming in real estate because you can live there and work in LA. You don't want to live in Vegas. But you, I know it's, but it, one of the things is it's just like proximity wise, it's not close to like any huge, like it's not close to LA. It's not close to like San Fran, but you can work in those places and be living in Bakersfield. Yeah. If maybe, they have a hyperloop. Maybe. We'll see. So... Keep that in mind, everybody. If they implement a Hyperloop, you could invest in Bakersfield. Maybe you'll see a pretty astronomical And you could say you're five minutes from the beach. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. close proximity the to the beach, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Let's go on to life advice from Jack and Graham. Okay. By the way, everyone seems to prefer Jack and Graham. 
which yeah, really surprised that. me. I prefer that too. Really, Graham and Jack sounds no. smooth. Jack and Graham. Hmm. All right. Do you have any life advice? Just general life advice you could give the viewers out there to to have a better life, or do you want me to go first? To you go something? first. So recently, I've been waking up early, and I think that is game changing. Like I'm typically like a eight thirty nine a.m. waker, but recently I've been getting up at like seven thirty, which is early for me. May not be early for you guys, and it's huge. It is huge. So I get start. I can get started on all of my work early in the morning. I realize, you know, if I'm waking up early and like a little uncomfortable waking up, I might as well put myself to work, and it's more inspiring to work and easier to work. And also. I think just that entire day, I feel less lethargic. Even if I get less hours of sleep, but I get up early, it works really well and it's inspiring. And you guys should definitely just try it. Just try waking up at like 7, 7.30 and just see what happens. You'll feel much more energized to get stuff done to, I don't know, to organize your finances. That's what I love doing like every mm-hmm. day in the morning. Get get started on the day nice and early. Yeah. I would say don't procrastinate. That's a big one. There's something huge. you could do immediately. Just do it immediately. If you think of it, just go and do it. You told me that if you have chores or you have like a bunch of stuff to do with a bunch of tasks, the easiest way to attack it is find the stuff that's going to take three minutes or less and do that immediately. Yep. Just get up. If you're on the couch, just get up and do it. You know, you have some dishes in the sink. Just get up and do it. Yeah. And that's like huge. Yeah. A cluttered workspace is also going to affect your productivity. So if you clean up, you do those dishes, you do all that, then it's it's easier to get to work on, on a bigger project. Exactly. Sets off the chain of just you get one thing done, you can get another, you get another, exactly. you get another. Now you have that momentum going for you, you can finish anything. 100%. Yeah. Like once you get started on working, oh, you yeah. get started being productive, you can't stop. No. It's like you a train. Yeah. You're building momentum. Exactly. That's, that's 100% Exactly. True. And it's hard to get that train going. Yeah. You know, it's, at first it's kind of slow, but then once it picks up speed, then it's just unstoppable. That's very true. A a huge quote in my life was my cross-country coach said, the hardest part about going for a run is putting on your shoes. Mm. And that's 100% correct. The hardest part isn't the run. It's getting the, the, not the courage, but the... Getting the courage, yeah. You know what I mean? Like getting ready to to get going and accepting that you're going to do it. Yeah, Yeah. I agree. I've also realized a lot of the battle in life is, is you against yourself. I think it's important to recognize where you put your time and where you put your efforts and to be constantly thinking what could you be doing to be to be making making your life better. To always be thinking what you could be doing, what changes you need to be to make. Mm-hmm. Worded poorly, but the concept is there. Do you have any other? Ideas? I have no idea what you just said there. You have no idea? No. I was like half zoning out, but I was also listening. It's important to know where you want to put your efforts, where you want to what you want to care about. Because in my life, it's like Maybe something bad happens, right? Maybe something bad in my life happens. I can either entertain that whatever bad experience happened. Like I can I can let it affect me, right? Yeah. And and I can sit and I can dwell and I can think about how unfortunate I am or whatever. And I can put all of this emotion and like strain into that. Or I can put all of that energy into something else. Is what I'm trying to say. You need yes. to know where you should yes, care I agree. and where you shouldn't care. True. Like, like one thing, one of the biggest things that ever affected me in my life, and I swear to God, like it's, mm-hmm. it sounds so stupid, but I was coming back from a soccer tournament with my dad in the car and I had my feet up on the windshield and I was totally slouched in the chair yeah. like this yeah. and I had my feet up on the windshield and I pushed to sit up in the chair and I broke the windshield. Whoa. I just completely shattered the windshield. Oh my God. Wow. I, like, th- like this yeah. is, this was life changing for me. Yeah. And 
What happened? And my dad was driving and I was like, I was 12 and I was just like, oh my God, I just shattered the windshield. And my dad looks at me and he just goes, oh, Jack. And like, that's all he needed to say. That's all he needed to say. And I was just like, I seriously messed up. But the thing that changed <laughs> me wasn't really that, but it was, it was the fact that he didn't freak out. Like he didn't get angry at me and put all of this, like his rage and like emotion in him. Like, he didn't do that. He just, he knew that's not something that he should really care about. It's like, I learned my lesson, right? Yeah. And he didn't want to be thinking about like, he didn't want to put all of his effort into fixing Ooh, that. You know what I mean? You're going to pay him back for that? That was, I, <laughs> no, I didn't. No. Pay, like, I, I no. was like twelve. No, I was, no. I was, you gonna yeah. pay it back now? No. I was literally like, I was in fifth grade. It's like I, I learned my lesson, right? And I felt <laughs> terrible, and I still do. Maybe someday I'll pay him back. But like that concept is what I'm trying to apply here. It's like he didn't want to waste all of that that strain and that that that. I get it now. Daily bottled energy. He didn't want to waste twenty percent of that just being frustrated about I agree what with happened. That. Yeah, which I think is huge. I agree with that. That's a, that's a good point. One of the most transformative yeah. experiences in my life. And I haven't talked about it l- to him literally since the incident, but I always think back. You should bring him on the podcast. Just be- <laughs> bring him on the podcast. Tell him about that. Seriously. Oh, he'll, I mean, he'll, yeah. he'll see this. That one turned off. Okay. That was a good story. Thank you. I, it's, sometimes it's hard for me to word stuff, but that's essentially what I was trying to tell. It's just interesting to me what sticks out to you and what doesn't. Yeah. You know, it seems like such a small event in my life, but it really. Really that would then, me. I mean, breaking a car windshield, I've never done that before. <laughs> With your feet when you're just yeah, trying to no, set up? Yeah, no, never. <laughs> Such that a small be, thing, but... Yeah, I don't think it's a small thing, breaking a car windshield. But like, like I'm saying, like, I'm just sitting in the car with my dad, coming yeah. back from a soccer tournament. How many times in my life? A million times. And I just try to sit up. Yeah, but just, you only broke a windshield sh- once. That's a memorable That's true. point. That's if very you, true. If anyone broke a windshield, they would remember it. Yeah. Yeah. But... There you guys go. I think it's important to know where you should put your care into and what you shouldn't. Yeah. Do you have any other advice? Uh, oh, there's Ramsey. Ramsey has some advice. <laughs> Hello, Ramsey. Hey. I don't know. I'm, I'm not good with coming up with advice on the spot this early. <laughs> Are you going to lay down? Ramsey. Oh, oh, good. Oh. Here we go. He's going to wow. join us. He's going to join oh, us. I wish Ramsey was in frame. For anyone who doesn't see this, here you go. Here's Ramsey. There's uh, there's us. Ramsey. Hey. <laughs> there he is. Oh. Oh my gosh. So that's what we're looking at now. My final piece of advice is to think long term, and think about your decisions now, how they affect you short term, and how they affect you long term, mm-hmm. and to always put preference into the long term. Yeah. That's it's the most important thing. I agree. And to, like, if you aren't investing now, start investing now, because although it might be difficult now, when you're 50, when you're 60, you're going to be so grateful that you did. Mm-hmm. So grateful. Yep. And get your two free stocks down below in the description when they you deposit $100 on Weevil. Because they could $1,400. You're going to, oh, you know what? That's one of those things you should not procrastinate on that. If you're thinking about doing it, do it now. Graham, I have not done it. Are you serious? <laughs> No, you're you're messing with me. Are you serious? I haven't done it. Why? <laughs> because it takes like an hour. And it's... No, it doesn't take an hour. Are you serious? Maybe five or six minutes. Tell me how how did that affect you? The fact that that I said I haven't done it. You really? I don't. I th- I think you're joking. <laughs> I'm not. Why? <laughs> it ta- it takes like five minutes really? to open up an account 
type in your info. Yeah, all you got, you, you link your bank account there. You send over a hundred bucks, and within like a few days, you end up getting two stocks. Yeah, I haven't done it. Come on, let's do it. Right? Really? Yeah. Let's just see just, what two free stocks I get. They're not going to show up immediately. That's the thing. I wish you could just sign up and within seconds. You get the two. It takes it takes like a, a day or two for them to go and verify your account, and then for the deposit to go through. You've got to use the the link, the affiliate link. Okay. Yeah, so let's go to Graham Stephan, Stock Market Don't Bubble. you, it's here, Graham. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Graham man, said that took him like seven up? takes. Yeah, what's up, guys? You, it's here, Graham. Now I can say it. Eh, you could. I can, you I'll do this later. Okay. All right, you better do it right afterwards, though. Have you ever seen the TV show How I Met Your Mother? Uh, a few episodes here and there. Why? There's a concept in the show where you, you find someone and you think that they're great, you think that they're amazing, you don't you see little faults, but you don't see any reason why anyone could ever hate this person, mm-hmm. right? And then all of a sudden you have this, this, this epiphany, it's called like the plate crash, right? Yeah. And it's a, they played a plate crash sound every single time this happened in the show. And essentially what that is, is like you're like, oh, I get why people could dislike this person. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see this huge fault in them. Yeah. Was that Weeble the plate crash for you? Get out. <laughs> Get out right Get now. Out. Yeah. Oh, man. I thought you were dry. Come on. Why wouldn't you have done it earlier? Dude, I, because every time I open up an account with a brokerage, it takes like an hour. Like I was doing it for oh, my- Oh, no, it doesn't. I was doing Come it for my on. friend. We've, I, I've opened up accounts, like full-on bank accounts in like five minutes. Yeah, but minutes. that's another thing to remember. A password to and a username to. And it's like, could I try some of your coffee? Yeah. Sure. I want Because you say it's better, isn't it? I'm trying some coffee from Meet Kevin. Because he gave Graham the free coffee maker. Graham says it's a big change from the Mr. Coffee coffee maker, which I now own. Thank you, Graham. That is stronger. Yep. And Ramsey did not move. No. Good job, Ramsey. There you go. Do you think that the, the money advice you give other people is different than the money advice you have for yourself or what you practice? Not really. Um... Because now, now it's just my income has gone up so much. So if I spend something, uh, it's just it's such a small percentage based on everything else. I mean, that that's the thing. It's like if someone spent $10 on, you know, on a vacation or whatever, you, would, you wouldn't even bat an eye. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I spend $1,000, it would be like this, the, the equivalent of someone else spending 10 So um, I would say overall it's pretty much I rarely spend money anyway. Mm-hmm. Rarely. I mean, we went to Chipotle last night. That was like sixteen dollars. Yeah, that was that was my, was like my entire spending basically yeah. for the day was sixteen bucks. So overall, no. Graham and so, I have these cute little dates, usually about once a week. Oh yeah, once a week. Uh, Jack and I will work late, and then we go out to dinner. That's been our thing. Yeah. So this time we had Chipotle. Last time we also had Chipotle. <laughs> I think the I think time before that was Chipotle. It's usually Chipotle. We both get the same thing, but like sixteen bucks. That's sixteen dollars yeah. a week ain't bad. That's not bad. No, and it's no. a business write-off. Yeah, we, we we talk business. Exactly. It's for so it's like eight dollars business use. Yeah, exactly. Eight dollars after tax. So that's that's not bad. It's worth it for a good meal. Mm-hmm. Good meal. Yeah. Good meal. Good talk. Good exactly. bonding. Mm. Cute date. I find that the advice I give other people is oftentimes more risky than the advice I what I practice. Yeah. I tell other people that they should basically invest everything except an emergency fund, at least at my age, into index funds. Mm-hmm. But for me, I've built up a savings, and now I have like a, a legit savings that I do not invest into index funds or mutual funds mm-hmm. because I'm, I'm content 
with like my current investing when I, in reality, realistically, I should be investing more because I don't honestly have that. I much keep telling money. you to invest more money. Had you invested a few weeks ago, I mean, you would be up like 5% on your money. Everything has gone up. Check the markets now. I have been telling you to just invest it all in let's, index Let's fund. see. Let's see how much I would have invested. The S&P is up today. Well, look at, wow, look at that. I was down like six grand on the, uh, my stocks earlier today, and now I'm up 4,800. What a difference. I'm glad I, every morning I wake up and I buy more uh, SCHB on Charles Schwab. And uh, yeah, I bought it the, literally at the low today, but I, I tried, <laughs> I have fun every day trying to like time, <laughs> I could time the market within a day, as long as I'm mm-hmm. investing in a day, it's not that big of a deal, but uh, yeah. That 50 grand that you invested in that one video, is it up or down since you invested in up. it? It's up. How yeah. much? 80.33. Okay, so I'm not up that much. 80.33. Okay, so I'm up $125. So, so that, le, AKA less than the amount I'm up on options. Yeah, but that's just one time I bought. And I bought <laughs> I, I've been buying like every day. I know, I just, I like yeah. giving you a hard time. All right, but yeah. But yeah, it's it, not meaning that the advice I give other people is bad because yeah. I give them more like liberal advice with their money. It, it's, that's not the case. It's just that for some reason, I people are just risk averse. That, that's at least in my experience. I'm very risk averse, so I'm very, very, very conservative. My you shouldn't be. You shouldn't be. I know I for, shouldn't be. No, I should really be. I should max out my 2020 Roth IRA. Yeah, today. Uh, it's another thing that's not going to take you very long. That just do it. I know it's not going to take me long. Yeah. No, but I maxed out my 2019 one like I'm like what three four yeah, weeks and ago. You're good to go and max it out this year. Yeah, the sooner you invest, the better. I should be dollar cost averaging. No, you don't need a dollar cost average for what? Just to, to make sure that everything is going according to plan. You're going to be making money every single month. If you dump in what you have right now, you're going to have more money next month, more money the month after, more money the after. You're going to end up dollar cost averaging anyway. What do you say? 4000 a month, 5000 a month. I yeah. should be investing. Yes. Is that good? Yeah. You'd be happy? Yes. All right. Deal. I'll do that. Cool. Four or 5000 a month. It's here. You guys, Which one? Uh, four or five? Four. Four thousand dollars more is fine because okay. you're gonna have to pay taxes and whatnot. So the other stuff, Robin Hood, uh, selling puts, options trading. Okay, fine. Sure. <laughs> no. I'll keep my basis yeah. of three grand. Right. So I thought it would be a funny idea. Jack, uh, single, and he's ready to mingle, and so he made a Tinder account. So if you're in the what, what's your radius? Like a hundred mile radius? Um, I would say. 500 miles. <laughs> <laughs> if you're I will on personally the buy your plane ticket. I'll yeah. put you up in a hotel. Yeah, no, if, if you're within a 50-mile radius of, like, Los Angeles, I would say, and uh, you set your age to, like, 21 to 23, Jack is going to show up. Like, if you swipe enough... I'll show up. You'll show up on, on the account. So, anyway, Jack has been swiping, and I thought it would be really funny to basically have Jack's first Tinder date on the podcast. So what would you do? Like, you wouldn't even have met this person before. Yeah. But just, you would have matched and say, like, hey, have for the first date, come on the podcast. And we just have a Tinder date on the podcast for the yeah. first time. I think that would be amazing. That would be so much fun. You would officiate. It'd be me and this, this <laughs> yeah, poor, yeah, yeah. poor lady. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be realistic. Like, that is not the most ideal first date. Me and this poor lady. Yeah. And it would, yeah, it takes, like, this person would have to be so confident yeah. To be willing to be on camera, to come on a podcast. Like, already, we're going to weed out 90% of people out yeah. there. Because I don't, I don't even think I would have been comfortable with right. doing something. I would, like, I don't 
want to be like filmed with strangers and then be grilled for the podcast <laughs> so they can be clickbaited you spend in a video. What on Chipotle last Yeah, week? yeah, exactly. What credit score? Yeah, and that's the thing too. You tell your Tinder like please bring your bank statements <laughs> so Greg could be out. <laughs> So we can uh, ridicule you in front of like I 5, think, yeah. But people. here's the thing: if someone does agree to to come on the podcast, you know they're they're a sport. Yeah, they'd be up for any. Like that's an adventurous person who's willing to try new things, put themselves out of their comfort zone. Those are all really great qualities to have. But at that same time, like I want someone to come on the podcast for me. You know what I mean? It's like I want. Oh, they would be doing it for for you. I don't think would they be doing it for yeah. the for the podcast or like the, the podcast? What ten thousand views? Yeah, no, no, but like maybe they thought it was bigger. I don't know. They, <laughs> you're gonna look. You're gonna do research. Yeah, probably whoever's gonna maybe through they're gonna be watching this. Video. How about this too? If uh, it, tell people what you what you're looking for in a girl. What do you okay, what do you want? And, for... and if there's someone watching this right now who wants to come on the podcast in LA. All you need to do is just DM Jack on Instagram. Uh-huh. Say, saw your podcast. I want to be on it or something like that. Here's some info about me. Yeah. Um. What What's your age bracket? You like like. What do you want? Um. Legal consenting age. So what we're gonna say? Eighteen to twenty-five. Eighteen to twenty-five. <laughs> female. I'm okay. just gonna say this for you. Eighteen to twenty-five. Female. Um. Like <laughs> Likes hiking, yeah. Likes being outdoors. Likes running, maybe into personal yeah, finance to some degree. Ramsey, stop it. Likes personal finance to some degree. Uh, likes saving money. I really am not picky. Yeah, no standards at all. At all. No standards, really. Has to you be, be alive. Be a yeah, and I'll, I'll take it. Has to be. Yeah. <laughs> has to have a heartbeat. Alive. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's got to be alive. It's stretching it um, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So. That's essentially our current status. I made it the top line of my Tinder bio that I have serious inquiries only, looking for someone to come on the podcast. No one wants to do it. I've like I've matched with people. And I said, "Hey, you want to come on the podcast? Like, I'm really trying to get the segment for a podcast. Would anyone like to come?" And they're like, "No, I don't want to be on a podcast." How many people did you get to the point where you brought that up though? Like four. They all said no. Four said no. All said no. Yeah, they don't want to do it, dude. It's a lot. It's, it's like, a lot to ask of somebody. There was a girl that I that I matched with, and then she she messaged me first, and she said, "Like I know a Graham Stephan reference mm-hmm. when I see one, because yeah. in my bio it says like Ice Coffee Hour with Graham," and then and then I was like, "Oh, do you?" Because I don't think she was aware of the podcast. Yeah. And I was like, "Do you know of it?" And she's like, "Yeah." And she's like, "I like him. Do you like him?" I'm like, "Yeah." And then I was like, and then we were talking like about stuff. And I was like, I dropped out of UCSB to work with him. She goes to UCSB. And I said, do you want to come on the podcast? And she was like, what? You can't tell me you're actually, you actually work with Graham. Like she didn't connect the dots that we work together. Mm-hmm. And then I told her and then she freaked out and uh, she's not here. And I thought she was going to be here today. I thought she was going to show up. Can I see? Wait, what? There was a girl. The girl. That was the one. Yeah. She got back to you? She didn't get back to me. No, she was like she was super excited when she yeah. learned that we worked together, and then she didn't respond. I don't know. The ladies are confusing. Like, here's the deal, right? Yeah. And you tried to. Can we say what you did on your Instagram? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's not go into too much here. I, I put out a feeler to see if we can get someone for the podcast for Jack. And uh yeah, different uh different demographic different, of people are are interested. Gender of people responded than what we 
It was like, it was like yeah. a 10 to 2. Yeah, uh, yeah it's a compliment. Yeah. I'm very humbled. Yeah. But I I have a preference. Of Did you message the one that I sent you to send her a message or no? You didn't do I think that? I did. Okay. No, I didn't. I no. didn't. No. Okay. I have a preference of, of women and just making that clear. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, moving on. Yeah. One thing that's incredible, if we continue on our current trajectory with the second channel, this could be the first ever 40K month. Yeah. Forty thousand, And we just had our first 30K month. Yeah. No, it wasn't the first 30K month. Yes, it was. No. It, yeah, it was May. No, no, no. May. That was our first 30K month. No. Yes, it was. Really? I think so, if I'm remembering. I don't I didn't, think so. I, I didn't research I this, had, but if I, I remember correctly, other... May. May was our first ever $30,000. Right income month for gotcha. the second channel and yeah. we're gonna hit 40,000 maybe we True. probably realistically won't yeah but because cpms went a little bit down yeah it's true but yeah we could be hit like i mean 40k month is definitely in the foreseeable future for the second channel which is That's huge. pretty cool yeah like absolutely massive that video just posted that uh we did a first ever uh reddit well, review reddit review i think i think i have a good feeling about reddit I don't know. I just, I, I got a, I got a good feeling about it. I rarely get good feelings about stuff like this, but when I do, I think this is the new big thing I think is going to be Reddit reviews like this. Mm-hmm. Intuition. Yeah. But that's, that's little, the next big Little thing. news stories. Yeah. The thing about YouTube, the thing about any like community where you get contributions from a ton of people like yeah. YouTube, everyone can post, um, anything like that I think is really, really successful. <laughs> Ramsey. Oh, come on, get down. I don't know. Ramsey. Get doing? down. What are you doing up there? Good boy. Get down. Whoa. <laughs> the thing about any community like that, where you have so many people con- contributing, I think since you have so much information and, and, like I said, so many people contributing, you have that much more of a chance to hit something yeah. and to to get something that will spark people's interests. And I think that's what's great about Reddit is like you have so many people posting stuff and so many people liking stuff that literally the best of the best gets to the top. The best of the best gets upvoted. The best of the best gets to be seen by you. Mm. Whereas something like CNBC, how many how many people contributing do they have writing those articles? A lot. They have a lot. But yeah. think about Reddit. How many people, they have like 2 million people in the Wall Street Bets community. What I like about Reddit, though, is that people can upvote what they want to see more of. Mm -hmm. And things like CNBC or CNN or or any of those news sites, they choose to place which ones generally are the most popular. I don't know if they have control over the trending. They probably have a good idea of which ones people are clicking on. I find them to be pretty accurate for their, like, top five trending on CNBC. But, you know, for the most part, Reddit is, is so organic and it changes. Like, every hour, there's something new on there. It's true to what people are interested in. Yeah. It's not, like, like figured out already what's going to be at the top, what's not going to be. Exactly. Know? So, it's good. Yeah. Reddit is a, definitely a goldmine. I think oh, yeah. that video is going to do well. If it doesn't, I think that we will do more like it. Yeah. One more minute, and we'll figure out... Uh, what it is out of a 10. Exactly. A yeah. lot of it does have to do with thumbnail and title, though, because this video, we've never done anything like it, so people may be unfamiliar yeah. With what we're doing in the video. I agree. I'm curious to see what this is going to be out of a 10. Because uh, right now we're at uh, almost 5,000 views. But let's see if it climbs. Because right now what happens is you get a big surge of views and then it dips down and then it goes back up. So that back up is that... You that know, average view duration. Yeah. Very important for that swing back up. So. Yeah. 
But yeah, we're, we're still trying to figure out the best way that we can scale the second channel. And mm. I think having more variable content is very important. So if we throw in stuff like the Reddit reviews, huge for the channel. And if we can do the Mori, if we can do the Dr. Phil. Oh, man. Yeah, that's got to happen at some point. Like that is, a, it could be like a mainstream media type production. Yeah. You show up. You have your own little space. People fight it out, and you solve the money and marital issues. We need, I feel like, we need like a live studio audience and stuff like that at some point. Like a full-on studio yeah. where, like, it's professional. Like, it looks like Dr. Phil, where I'm in a high chair like that, and yeah. there's other people in high chairs, and, we, you know, <laughs> just, just give over the bank statements, <laughs> and I look over. I look you gotta have, like, a designated place, like, yeah. unlike the ranch, that yeah, you yeah. can send them to. <laughs> <laughs> send them to the bank. Go to the, yeah, go to the bank. <laughs> like, some place you can send the bad people. Oh, like, my, yeah. I would love that. And then for the audience to be like, listen, good news, guys, as a thank you, uh, Weeble is giving everyone a yeah. free stock. Ooh, and just people yeah. are just like, yeah. some you ladies in the corner are just like crying from happiness. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not only run you like, what, 18 bucks? Yeah. <laughs> that would be hilarious. And then be like, one of the audience members gets a free fang stock. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. But I, th- I think that's great because... Like Colin and Samir said, they had amazing advice. Yeah. Like they said, it's really good when they, the, as an audience, can experience something that you're experiencing at the same time. Because when they see you learning and growing rather than just regurgitating researched information, yeah. then it gives them a good idea of who you really are. You know, Because if you're learning That's something, true. you yeah. really show your character in that, at that point in time. Yeah. And I think that that would be really, really interesting. That's true. Throw some wild cards at you and just see how you react. That's kind of what the phone calls are, but also it's not because it's not in person. It's like, it's different. Yeah. But if we could come up with something like that, I mean, that would be amazing. That would be fun. We got to do that. We're looking at Craigslist ads. We were thinking about doing it, but realistically, we'd have to pay them. Yeah. Like $100 a person probably. I don't think we're there yet. It's it's a big investment for something we don't know how it's going to do. Also during this time. Yeah, we got to try on a small scale. Yeah. Yeah. But that would be really, really interesting. And let us know if you guys would ever be interested in seeing something like that. I think the answer to that is going to be a yes, but let's see. Yeah. What do you think this is out of a 10? It's eight. Five. That's not bad. No. Five out of 10. Five out of 10. Only Reddit. seven dislikes. Who dislikes that video? <laughs> the, edit- the editing, the commentary, everything was spot on. If you guys haven't seen that, it's a funny yeah. video. This guy? This guy? <laughs> funny guy. Funny guy. We're basically done i'm just gonna throw up well we got one google question that i liked hey guys my name's jack rackham i recently made the jump into working full-time on youtube and i'm curious to know if there's been a point on any of your channels that you had to make a serious pivot when did you know it was the right time and how do you weigh the importance of consistency against doing the same thing over and over expecting different results serious pivot the main channel's really been for the most part almost the same the serious pivot, I guess, for me, if there was any, was once I started getting more views, I started taking it really seriously. And I'm like, I can't mess this up. So I just, I doubled down. I made better content. I put more thought into my titles and thumbnails. Really tried to make every video as great as possible. It took about a year for me really to start getting good at that. Um, second channel was was a major pivot for me, just doing something different. But other than that, I've been really good at just doing the same thing consistently. You did make a pivot, though, in, in obviously the format and your video, just like content. 
because you did, you know, you had like a car review, you had like the, the McDonald's thing. It was it's about like, a year. It was about a year for me to start dialing in. Yeah. Because then I was figuring out what people wanted to see more of. And I had a good idea of what people like, what people didn't like, what I liked doing, what mm-hmm. people wanted to see, what got pushed on YouTube. So I had to say about a it took about a year of just one, practice. One thing people don't realize, I think, I, I mean, I'm very, I'm not a YouTube creator, but like, I think that people don't take... They don't treat it like a business. No. And it's making money like a business. They don't treat it like it's a, it's a job. A lot of YouTube creators. And it very, very well could be or is a job for people. Mm-hmm. Like, titling and thumbnailing is... That's art. One of, it's oh, art. Wow, yeah. It really is. It's paramount. If you're going to be a good creator and you want to get views, you want to get clicks, that is so crucial. Yeah. I mean, we spend hours titling and thumbnailing every sometimes that's my least favorite part of the video is title and thumbnail because sometimes i know it's like the video topic itself is awesome i'm really happy about it but then it's like it doesn't the matter. title and thumbnail are so important that i'm like ah, oh, that's this that can be the hardest thing because everything rides on that yeah like everything is on the title and thumbnail but that's about when you pivoted a year in when you realize you can make a lot of money right mm-hmm. yeah it was about a hundred thousand subscribers was when i started started really dialing it in what were you making back then 100k subscribers uh, two grand a month. Two grand a month. About that, maybe three, two to three. So job. Yeah, I think. I mean, some months were like five, other months were two, so it fluctuated. I think one month was like thirty-two, so about that. <laughs> what was that? Hailed the coffee. <laughs> oh man. So thanks, Jack Rackham, by the way. Nice YouTube channel. Great. He's yeah. got like 100,000 subscribers. Oh, nice. Yeah, oh, that's he, he makes awesome. really interesting content. I'll check it out. Yeah. Then we have just a, a couple money questions that I threw in just as bonus questions. Cool. What's your credit score? Uh, right now about seven, 770 or so. 770? Yeah. Mine is like 740 or okay. 730. I've had a, a one line of credit for well over a year now. And I pay it off in full. I keep my utilization fairly low. My average utilization is probably about 15, 10%. Mm-hmm. But it, it really, like, wh- as soon as I opened it up, I think my score was like 700. And it's gone up 40 points in yeah. over a year. That seems slow to me. And I've, I've hovered around 735, 740 for probably six months. Yeah, it's just time. Give it more time. If, if you give that another year, you'll be fine. Length of credit history. It really doesn't matter if you have a score between like 750 and 850. No, no difference. Really, I would say 760. Then people start like treating you, giving you credits, stuff like that. But you're not going to, your rate's not really going to differ that much above 750. In the Zoom call, mentorship group, link down below. Yeah. um, I was talking to to a member and he says that he invests in like Michigan or something. And he's never visited there, but he has like three or four rental properties. And what he does, he lives here in LA. What he does is he finds uh, an agent that will also be a property manager. And since they're going to be the property manager to that property, then they're going to find listings that are going to be easy to manage, like not in a crummy neighborhood. They're very familiar with the area. They know the market well. And then he just buys the house and then they, they'll buy it for him. And then they'll also manage the property. And he says his returns are crazy. What if they're a bad manager? It seems like he's yeah, gotten, no, he's, he's been really fortunate yeah. so far. He, yeah. he has been fortunate. I think he's used the same person. Good. Um, and he probably shopped around and he talked to a lot of agents and stuff like that. Maybe the ones that didn't flake or anything, but he's like, he can get like easily over 10% return easily over 10. Yeah. And the property's there like $40,000. Wow. 
So I'm considering trying something out like that because realistically, if I put a down payment for like, I don't know, 15 Talk to grand. Brandon, Investment Joy. Yeah. He'd be a good one. Yeah. He's buying all these properties. That's 20, true. 30, and I can, I, I know for yeah. a fact I can trust Brandon. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I would probably go with him. I think that does might he, be pretty does interesting. Does he sell houses? Doesn't he? He has his license, doesn't I he? I think he has his license. I'm not sure, but he buys a lot. That yeah. Guy. But realistically, if he's going to buy it from me, he might as well just buy it for himself. Maybe, but I'm sure he could throw you a deal. I mean, how many deals can the guy possibly buy? Right, He's, he has like trailer parks. and like, Yeah, exactly. So I'm sure there's one or two that he just, you know, will pass off. Maybe, mm-hmm. I don't know. So we're basically done. Uh, I think it'd be interesting if we could just throw in some recommendations of the week. So do you have a song recommendation for the viewers of the week? <laughs> song recommendation. I have, I, man, I don't know. Song recommendation. Let's, uh... How about Sweetness by Jimmy Eat World? Sweetness by Jimmy Eat World. There we go. I have to listen to that. I don't think I've heard that. Um, alright, so check that out, guys. My song recommendation of the week, Pluto Projector by Rex Orange County. Check those out. Let us know what you think about that. Is there any other recommendations, movie recommendations, TV show recommendations? Start watching Dexter, so... Oh my... Wait, did you just start it? Yeah. Yes, I was literally really? going to recommend Dexter. Really? Oh, I was wow. going to say, yeah, yeah, huh. yeah. No, I just started it. I started it like the other week. It's good. Yes, I really like it so far. I mean, the character Dexter is amazing. I just finished Dexter. It's incredible. Oh, cool. Check that out, guys. Cool. Thank you so much for watching. Really appreciate it. Make sure to uh, get your two free stocks down below in the description. Hit the like button, subscribe button, notification bell, add us on Instagram. And uh, for Those that are pretty much daily, so if you want to be a part of it there, feel free to, feel free to add us there. Yeah, and uh, uh, Tinder dates for Jack, let us know in the description. Or if you are yourself a, a possible candidate for a date on the podcast, just DM Jack and uh, we'll be in touch. Single ladies only, please. <laughs> no married ladies, please. <laughs> so with that said, you guys, thank you so much for watching. Mm. And until next, next time. Another thing that's really cool is... Ooh, yeah. Do you want to explain the... Do we want to mention... Why would we not? We're not going to mention until we have more information about it. Yes, okay. Is this the 14th? 14th ever. Right. (laughs) (laughs) She never got back to me, by the way. Oh, really? Well, she probably just didn't see it. Maybe. Do you have read receipts turned on? I don't know. Oh. Not if you pay for the expensive one, it tells you if they read your message or not. We don't want people knowing I pay for the expensive one. <laughs> okay. When you're desperate enough to pay for it, then you know.